speak to real English learners. Today we have a guest from Minister Rice, Miguel Alves. Hi. Hello. Miguel, um, can yeah. you please introduce yourself? Well, my name is Miguel Alves. I am from Brazil. I'm 19 years old, and I actually, I'm still learning English. I think we all are learning, even though if we are teaching or not. Like, um, I'm just starting to teach English, and I like to say it's a beautiful language, and it's something that is deep inside my heart. Like, I think I couldn't live without it anymore. I... Oh, wow. I started to learn English when I was like, uh, I think, 13 years old, and now I'm still learning. Great. That's, that's yep. amazing. Um, so let me ask you, you said you started when you were 13. Uh, was this in school or was this by yourself or how did you begin to learn? Well, in Brazil, we started to learn English at school, like, I think, 11 years old or 12. But nobody actually learns in school because I think the way is taught, the, the English taught in school is not appropriate because we don't actually learn. So I started to learn by myself because I was not learning in school and... I started by using an application called Duolingo. Um, I think it's good for beginners. Oh, okay. So you you realized at a relatively young age, 13, that you wanted to learn English more than you could get taught in school. You actually wanted to be able to speak English. Yes, I really wanted I was just imagining myself, well, imagine me playing video games. Back then, there was not so many games uh, translated to Portuguese, like, in the, not only translated, but, yeah, yeah, but, like, dubbed in Portuguese. There are not so many games. So I really wanted to understand those games, and that's why, that's what made me wanted to learn English. Imagining okay, myself. So that was your main motivation. It. Right. Yeah, that was my and motivation. Would you, say, would you say now, six years later, seven years later, whatever it is, would you say you have the same motivation or have your motivations for learning English? Well, now my motivation is to, I don't know, I think feel more comfortable while watching movies in English and series. And, and I want to become a better teacher so I I really need to improve that's my motivation now okay and let me ask you 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 said that you learned outside of school because in school it, the teaching was not so good the, the way you learned English was not so great so what kind of things did you use uh, to learn on your own what kind of resources did you take you know, personal classes or courses, or did you just use apps and books or, or watch TV? What kind of things? I, I actually learned by internet. I, I look, I looked for some English YouTube channels 
that some teachers were teaching English and I used the Duolingo application. I was using it in the computer. And so I, and after some time, I started to use WhatsApp groups to speak with people that speak English. I made a lot of friends there. Some of them are still with me and some of them I don't talk to them anymore. I know just the time. Yeah. How life is. So what, what would you say, um, or, or when would you say you started to actually speak the language? Like when you said you were in WhatsApp. So when you, when you started to join groups and started to, uh, have conversations. When was that? Well, well, I actually started to speak. Um, I actually a, a little time before that because I was using Discord, and I remember I had a really broken webcam that could record audio, and I was like trying to speak with people and. Yeah, that, that was a good time. I remember that. But I was really improving, um, what, by WhatsApp groups because I, I could use my cell phone. People could understand me better. And I met some people from, uh, United States and other countries that speak really good English. So it was really good. Okay, I understand. That sounds like a great experience. Yeah. And I'm, I, but I'm sure that you you still had times when you struggled. Um, do you, what is the hardest part of man for me the hardest? Yeah, for me the hardest part is for sure to understand, like to understand the spoken and fast English, especially in TV shows. Like, I can get the contest, but it's not, it doesn't feel the same as, uh, listening to Portuguese. I, I, like, it's, some, it's very complicated because there are days that I understand, like, everything, and there are days, like, no, it's not everything, but most things I understand. And I think the hardest part is also not give up because when you're still learning, it's really hard. Especially when you come from, uh, you pass through the, uh, basic level and get into the intermediate level. It's, the intermediate level is where you really want to give up because you just don't see you improving so much. Like you see, like when you saw, when you were in the basic level and came to the intermediate level. Intermediate level. For me, that was the hardest part. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of people reach that what we call in English the intermediate plateau, um, <laughs> where where you yeah. where you go, you keep going up, and then you get to a certain point where it feels like you're leveling off. It feels like you you're not improving as much as you used to. Is it, your English is not uh, advancing how you would want it to, right? Man, yeah, exactly. And that's so frustrating. You have to deal with a lot of frustration when you're learning a language. 
any language because it's not going to be easy. You have to look for uh, content in the language and maybe if you don't understand the content, it's not going to be so funny. And I started to use things that I like, like um, watch TV shows, some cartoons in English, animations. That really helped me out. Yeah, and and it's really good to have fun with the language as much as you can to do things you enjoy. So, what would you say is the best part of the the, the most enjoyable part of learning uh, English and, and communicating? The the best part is making friends, have fun, and for sure to to <laughs> to feel like man, I'm speaking a totally different language. People from my country can't understand me. And I can communicate with people anywhere around the world because when you you speak English, you can a lot of people almost almost like any people you can find any people speaking English in any part of the world. Yes, that's true. English is definitely a global language. That is true. So, yeah. let me ask you. Since English is a global language and there are so many people uh, learning English or trying to learn English, mm. what what advice would you give somebody who's just a beginner in English? Maybe they started to learn a little bit, but they're just really beginning. They don't know exactly how to. Man, don't give up. Uh, keep keeping learning, looking for things you like in English. And for sure, learn a, a bit of grammar. It's going to help you a lot. And don't forget to train your accent so you, you can be understandable. It's very important. Um, don't give up. That's, all you got to do is don't give up and keep learning. You're going to get there. Don't worry. Just let the time uh, take care of, of your learning. Just go easy. Take it easy on yourself. I remember that I, I I wasn't taking it easy. I wasn't taking it easy with me because I was I was really hard on myself. Like, ah, I forgot a word. How could I forget this word? How could I forget this word? It was so easy. Uh, and it's really frustrating. So you got to take it easy. That's my advice. Okay, so take it easy. Don't pressure yourself and don't give up. Yeah. That's okay. It. Thank you. Very nice. And do you think it's necessary to live in a country that speaks your target language or to talk to native speakers to become fluent? I think to talk with native speakers is going to be like something necessary to become fluent, but you don't necessarily need to go to your target language country. Uh, you the language you want to learn because we can do that through internet. But for sure, you'd help you so much because you're gonna be surrounded by people that are only speaking the language you want to learn, and it's gonna be way easier for you. 
to because um when you when you when you are in, in deep how can i say this when you are deep inside uh the the when you <laughs> i'm just thinking too much when you're surrounded by people that only speak the language you want to learn there's no way you can get out of it and speak your own language you're going to have to find a way to learn it so that's what i think right and when when you're surrounded by people and things in your target language we call that immersion right oh so yeah the most purest form of immersion is to go to a country that speaks your target language and then you have to talk to people you have to read signs on the street you have to listen to you know music and radio in their language that you know people you listen to every day the tv shows and the movies on tv will be in their language so you are surrounded by you are immersed in it right yeah there's no um, way you you can not you can get out like and try to speak your native language even though i i've heard of some people that went to us and they just get to, into their native uh like uh like like a neighborhood of brazilians like so they this person these people they didn't learn the language they wanted they didn't learn english because they were surrounded by brazilians even though they and, were in a foreign a country, country in a country like the US that is so diverse not only yes. in people, but cultures and languages it, it is kind of easy to gravitate to the people who speak your language have your same culture and not associate with people who will be able to teach you a lot of different things right some people kind of fall into for sure man um I think I'm I'm planning one day to go to US and I for sure will not <laughs> look for Brazilians to be close because uh, um I see Brazilians every day man it's I I'm from Brazil so I really need to meet different people even though yeah. it can be easier to make uh friends from from people they're from Brazil then foreigners mhm but there is also a sort of artificial that you can um, do what would be that like kind of doing things like for example a long time ago i heard someone say you don't have to be somewhere to think like somebody from that place. And basically what that means is putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. So our phones now, our cell our cell phones, our smartphones can be put uh-huh. in any language, right? So if uh-huh. I want to learn Portuguese, I put my phone in Portuguese. I I use a VPN that says I'm in Brazil so that my my ads, the ads on on, on YouTube, the uh news articles i get from google or yahoo um the uh, videos that i watch on different apps and streaming services they all come from the perspective of being 
in that country, right? They all come from the perspective of someone who only speaks Portuguese. So you immerse yourself, especially in technology, because it's such a big thing these days, is technology. So all your technology in, in your target language, um, everything you watch, everything you read, everything you listen to, everything you hear, uh, if you can get books in your target language. So when you read, it's in your target language, right? Uh, talk to so many people, as many as you can find, who speak your target language. Just every day, talk to people in English. Every day, every day, every day. Whether it's on WhatsApp groups, whether you have special apps, whether you just find them on, you know, chat rooms or, or Reddit threads or, or anything like that. You follow people on Twitter that, that, that speak your language. Instagram, right? You go, you go to Facebook groups that, that only speak your language. So these things can make it so it feels like everybody you talk to, every, everything you do is in your target language, even if you're not. Man, that, that's awesome. Like, I, I didn't know, I didn't think about it before, like, to change my, uh, my AP number, but yeah, do you think that that can be, uh, as efficient as living in another country, in a foreign country? No, I, I don't think anything could be as efficient as being in the country, but I do think it could give you a sense of, oh, I have to do this because when I changed my phone into Portuguese, for example, you well, know, there were some things that I thought I knew that I didn't. Or there were like directions to do things and I'm like, Oh, I don't actually know what that means, but I think they're <laughs> saying to do this, right? But it would just be simple yeah. directions, right? Like turn on your location and I would say like, what is that word? It's like, Oh, that's location or, or things like, um, um, open, open settings and go to the, go to the, the last line and, and click enter or something. I'm like, oh, what is this? What is this last line? Last... Oh, okay, I understand. So you'll have those experiences where you think you know these simple things, but you don't. And it helps you improve in ways you don't expect. And not only that, the things you already do know, it reinforces, right? So when yeah. you look things up on, on Google, it comes in Portuguese. And if you go into it, you have to change back to English, right? If you, if you really can't understand it, for, for example, if it's a long article, You can switch it to English. But originally it's in Portuguese. So if you want to try to read it in Portuguese, you can. Right? Because they'll give you the Portuguese version if your phone is in Portuguese. So things yeah. like that will make it feel like you almost have no choice but to do that. So that's a very good thing, switching your phone, switching your, your, your VPN if you can while you're watching things like Netflix. And they will, they will present the Portuguese, um, versions of, of pretty much every show that they have available. Man, right. I, so, I love so to, to watch. These things really, really make it so you, if you want to, you can kind of immerse yourself at least, at least all the way in content, right? In social media, in, in video and audio, uh, formats, watching videos, movies, TV series, listening to music. Of course, with Spotify and YouTube music, And iTunes, you have so much access to foreign music as well. So if you want to hear Spanish music all day, there's no problem. There's thousands of Spanish songs you can have access to. You can listen, create playlists. So 
there really is a way to kind of immerse yourself and get so much practice and, and content um, almost without trying uh, if you're really dedicated. Yeah, th that's something really amazing that internet uh, can give us. And I think I, that's making me think um, a long time ago, like, I, you know, 200 years ago, it must be, it must have been really hard to learn a new language, uh, being a, in a different country, uh, from your target language because the only thing you, you would have like books. Exactly. You would have to study the books and then hopefully you would meet someone who spoke that language and you can learn from them and practice from them. Um, mm, and yeah. that's why probably a hundred years ago, you really had to be pretty wealthy to study a language um, and really learn it because you had to have access to travel, access to, to people who were, you know, traveling for business or uh, wealthier people on vacation. You know, it's very, it's very hard if you don't have money, if you don't hang out with, you know, wealthier people a hundred years ago to really speak with. Yeah, man, that that's so It's, it's so amazing that to, nowadays we can do it uh, yes. for free, almost free, like, like we just pay for internet. And you can talk to people anywhere around the world, almost anywhere, like there are places you can't. Yes. Um, you, have, you have access and, to hundreds of countries where people speak hundreds of languages. Yes, you just get used to it. It's so good. And learning English can give us new opportunities. Like you can get a better job. You can have, uh, you can learn more about subjects that is not really, it's not much spoken in your country. Mm -hmm. And when you yeah, learn a go language, on. it's a very powerful thing to read something or listen to something, watch something in the languages originally said, originally spoken, right? Because yeah. originally written. Because the message, no matter how good the translation is, the message always changes just a little bit. And there's always things like slang or or expressions that don't exist in other languages. And once you can grasp that, once you're fluent and you can understand in the way that the, the original author meant it, it's, it's a very different feeling. It's a diff different connection to that media, right? That... Yeah, the, the, the present, that's, that's really what happens. Um, sometimes you, you're going to uh, see translations on YouTube that people will translate like, uh, the, they're going to translate like to English and Portuguese without taking without without um how can I say um levando em conta can you tell me that please like taking I know it's taking uh taking account taking into account uh yeah without taking into account that uh It, it, we have to, you can't translate like literally 
Yeah. Uh, so the meals is gonna be really weird. And, and, the, and, and people want. And sometimes it's just impossible to translate something directly. There's no direct yeah. translation, right? Um, just like saudade in Portuguese to an English. Yes. yes, the word vantage. You you can come up with sim- synonyms, but the 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 reality is in every situation it's slightly different um, <laughs> if you translate it to English. One word might work in one situation, then you have to use another word in another situation in English because it is no yeah. direct translation. So let me ask you, would you ever consider living somewhere that's an English-speaking country, like moving there? For sure. That's actually my dream. Um, at least live there like for a couple years. Um, I really want to... Um, meet new places and new countries. I think the world has much to show uh, for me. Right. And, and those experiences are very powerful. I know I've been to three different countries. Now. Whoa, really? Um, Amazing. And every What time I they? go somewhere, every time I go somewhere, I, I have a new experience, right? I have experienced that I, I couldn't get where I was already living. Um, as diverse as the U.S. is, it's not another country. It's the same country. So no matter what the people are, who the people are there and what kind of activities you can do, you can get a, a taste of different cultures in different countries. But until you're actually there, you know, it doesn't really affect you the same way. And when it does, it, you know, it's a very powerful experience. And also you get, you, you get the reverse feeling of everybody's connected. Everybody's the same. Like you can relate to the people, even though most of the things are different, right? Because we are all human beings. We all kind of get, go through the same things, the same emotions. Wow. So it's a very, that must be such. So I hope, I hope you, I really hope you get to do that. And Man, I also do. Since, since you have, have learned English to a pretty high level, uh, are there any other languages you would like to try next? If you would like to. Man, I really, really would like to learn Japanese. Oh, wow. Especially, it, it's such a beautiful language. I tried once, but I was not really, uh, encouraged. I was not really excited. Because to learn a new language, it takes time and you need to do a lot of effort to learn. And I was like, not in a moment that I could do that. So, yeah. And French. French is beautiful for sure. I learned a bit of French. And it's something yeah, really French. good. Those are both very beautiful languages. Yeah. I enjoy them a lot, especially French. My Japanese these days is not so good. You know? Mine too, uh, man. Don't worry. My Japanese is terrible. Um, so this is the the end, end of the podcast. I only have one more question that I ask everybody, okay. and that is, what do you – plan to do with your English in the future? What is your ultimate goal? Uh, do you want to work with it? Do you want to just meet people and, and have conversations? Well, what are your plans for the future? 
I, I want to do the both things. I, I want to work with it and go to a foreign country and meet new people, make new friends. That's what I want to do. Okay, great. I, I'm so glad for having you on the podcast today, Miguel. I'm sure that your insights have helped a lot of people. And I would love to have you on again someday. For yeah, now, for sure. I would just say see you later. Or as they say in Brazil, até mais. Até mais. Thank you, man. Have a great day. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Okay. Bye.